Is it good? Listen, Bub, we got a new Spider-Man game to talk about. Bub is Wolverine. Yeah, it's the other one. Bub is Wolverine. It was Bud. Two. Bud. With a D. Uh, this makes bold dude soup. <laughs> twit, twit. Yeah, snap, snap. On camera. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I care. I think it's funny that I pointed. You want to be a host like John Reisinger? You're going to treat it like I one. Do. Without I do. respect. Who doesn't want to be a host like Jaws, John Reisinger? Jaws like Reisinger. <laughs> oh, that was and you guys yeah, well. close. That was you guys close. are like slow transition. Hold on. Cut, cut back to them real quick. You guys look like. <laughs> They're so short. The distance between is. And we're also, uh, in case I stand up, yeah. I can still, no, go back again. You can, <laughs> you can still talk right here. You, you can't see, <laughs> but Peter Jackson. Peter yeah. Jackson's back there going like, more like a hobbit. <laughs> Make the table weirder. <laughs> yeah, we could we could stand and get this table a little brighter. Uh, Omar, next time if you could put some more lights on this table, that'd be great. Oh, there we oh, go. That's way better. Oh, that's yeah. way better. It was, it was a little was some weird graphic ones. things sticking around because Casper's awesome. New tech always works. That's the always does every time. That's the logo of this it's show. Like we hey, don't test it. we're talking Spider-Man. First of all, thanks to uh, Sony and Insomniac Games for the free copy that we were allowed. <clears throat> we're allowed access to. And right off the top, let me promise you guys, we'll be avoiding spoilers, mm. except for very minor ones. You know, the ones that you kind of have to bring up if you're talking about something at all. Mm. Um, but I'll certainly keep my descriptions to when it comes to story and stuff very general. Also behind us, we have the beginning of the game. So there was that amount of spoiler too, but rest assured, once you start playing it, this is the first thing you'll see. So it is not really a spoiler so much as an introduction. Uh, we have one sponsor today, Mac Weldon. You can get 20% off by going to MacWeldon.com and using our promo code SOUP. All right, time to be superheroes. Yeah. Uh, Adam and I played it, meaning, meaning Adam is the resident expert. I've played a lot of it. Yeah, same. It's basically all I've been I, doing for the past I, two days. I can't stop playing it. Wow. It's so damn good. So, yeah, I feel like this is going to be the uh, the dynamics of this. Adam loves it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. I've only, I've only watched an hour of it. Have I, you seen any of it yet? I mean, I've only seen E3 stuff. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm abstaining, You're abstaining until it's time for me to that's, actually get my hands on it that's and play. Smart. So introductions, yeah, real quick. There's uh, Stan, Lee. Stan Lee's young son, Bruce Green. Whoa. I, do I inherit his money? Uh, maybe once he kicks away. Should be like his great-grandson. He's like 102. He is very old. My <laughs> Ditka's living living progeny, James Willems, who unfortunately was robbed. Steve Ditko. Yeah, what did I say? He Mike said Ditka. Mike Ditka. He's oh, yeah. a coach for the Chicago Bears. The Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. The yeah. man. I owned a copy of issue number two. That's a reference to Saturday Night Live, Live. which oh, is a comedy show so that you've never heard of. So yeah. many One of the few skits Robert Smigel was in. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, back Robert to Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Who am I? What'd I do? Uh, already got the clickbait title. Spider-Man, best superhero game ever? I'm gonna say no, but whatever. Uh, by, the me- by the Metacritic. What about Adam's intro? That's fine. What? what were you- Adam's uh, clickbait. You never did him. You did Sorry. Stan Lee's son, Mike Steve Ditka's D- yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, son, and then Adam. Uh, the, that works. The uncredited third creator of Spider-Man. Oh yeah, yeah. You just the dotted outline. There's no like money. A, no money an empty all. hand floating off somewhere. It's some uh, communist that was on a blacklist. Someone had to do the inking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, as a Metacritic says that it is equal to the best Spider-Man game, and this is kind of stupid, but let that show you what reviews mean. So it, at at the time of podcast recording, it's at an 87. This has it tied with a 2,000 Spider-Man. Tie-in with a Sam Raimi movie. Wait, Spider-Man or Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man, oh sorry, no, 2000 was Spider-Man, the Neversoft one. Yeah. The PlayStation 1 one. Oh, My where, bad. where there's clouds all below the... Yeah, yeah where there's like green gas all over okay. New York. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 and Electro, 74. Spider-Man the movie, 79. Uh, Spider-Man 2, 83. That's the good one, quote unquote. 
Okay. The one that had like yeah. realistic swinging. I remember that one. Ultimate Spider-Man 77, Spider-Man 363, Web of Shadow 68, Shattered Dimension 76, Amazing Spider-Man 69, and Amazing Spider-Man 2 49. Oof. So we're right back up there where the series began in terms of the Metacritic ratings. We're at an 87. 87. Yeah. A lot of reviews across the board are saying it's amazing. Um, which I by and large agree with. Adam, I think you wholeheartedly agree with. I'm also... I'm immediately biased because I have played most Spider-Man games, and one of my favorite ones is Web of Shadows, which I looked at Metacritic has a 68. Yeah. Like, how, how I, I remember being really good, and I watched the, the history of all Spider-Man games, which was most of them. They left out Friend or Foe, which is that shitty game for the Wii. But uh, I think it was for the Wii, right? It was, it was for PC and PS2 as well. Okay. I don't, I, all I know is people hated it or loved it. I it forget. was the weird one in between Neversoft and the movie games when they started coming out. Yeah, but either way, uh, I remember, I always so watched the whole thing. There have been a lot of shitty Spider-Man games that I didn't even know about. <laughs> like the Atari one? Yeah. I mean, all the like, crappy Genesis ones? Well, I, I knew about was the Genesis. Web of Fire on the 32X? I knew of like Maximum oh, Carnage yeah. and those games that I guess weren't, those are like skin games, and then having Spider-Man in like Marvel vs. Capcom doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, but like the PS1 game, I remember playing, and yeah, there were clouds. Um, but it was it was this it was the first step. It was okay, we can make a th- a 3D Spider-Man game, yeah. and you went awesome. And that was that wall crawling, and like you go up in events. Just the camera work required for that game to yeah. work. Yeah. Well, really Spider-Man good. himself was kind of weak. He wasn't overpowered. It was like, but there was like. City parts, and then he would crawl walls and all that fun Lawrence, stuff. Can we see yeah. footage of that? I'm sorry, I don't want to. Of the old oh, one? Yeah, sure. Oh, man. I, yeah. don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about because yeah. I, I don't know that I ever played it. That was, but this is this is also, I mean, you know, Neversoft made it. They were between Tony Hawk's. Yeah, it was they the made Tony that Hawk game. Engine. And then it went to Treyarch eventually. It, it bounced around yeah. through a few different developers, but like most Activision things, they just ran it into the ground. Yeah, they 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 Tony Hawked it pretty hard. Yeah. Where they they serialized it. Oh man. So yeah, this was like it was also pretty deeply referential of Spider-Man lore. Like it had a ton of villains in it. Uh, it ran well enough. But oh, yeah. New York's yeah. covered in this green fog because they can't render the ground and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but yeah, it had cool music. It had like a different uh, costumes and stuff. It had a lot going for it at the time. At at, at its at the time, what two thousand when it yeah, came out? Yeah. 2000. There there had been nothing this good. Carnage got on Dr. Octopus. Whoa! It had Venom. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, this is all cool yeah. stuff when, like, when, yeah, before that, you had, like, Maximum Carnage, which is still a great game, but largely yeah. you beat him up with some swinging mechanics. But in, in the world of uh, superhero video games, I would say the Batman Arkham series, that includes Origins, is still the best superhero game it's franchise. Funny you bring that up because, boy, Marvel Spider Man is Batman. Just straight up, it's Batman. Sure. There's oh, nothing about yeah. it that's not Batman. The, new, the newest game, yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. It look, I mean, it looks exactly like... I, barely, I played Arkham only a few hours, and it looks exactly the same. I like, mean, down to the point where I'm pretty sure someone at Marvel four years ago saw Arkham and was like, that, we want that. And then they went through rounds of notes with Insomniac, and we're like, no, but that. Like, down to, down to the... So there's gadgets in the fighting system. Remarkably similar to Batman, except mm-hmm. not quite as good. Because there's no keyboard shortcuts or controller shortcuts to throw them out. That's true. You have to like use the radial wheel to pick a new gadget. And they have their context and uses, which are pretty good. But boy, it's Batman. It's just straight up Batman. I, I well, I remember when I played the first Arkham game. Oh, mysterious. I said, if they just continue to make this, I will continue to play it. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I was like, you don't need to improve it. Yeah. <laughs> you just need, just need to give me more of it, and I have every single time I've yeah. played. I've played all of them. The only one that I was like, I didn't finish was Origins. 
and but then yeah. you know it wasn't bad. I liked Origins a lot. Origins is good. Arkham Asylum, little... Arkham City, Arkham Origins, right? And then, and then Ar- uh, Arkham Dark Knight. Arkham Knight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. they did. It was weird. They did Origins with uh, that. The was it Ubisoft? Mon- not Ubisoft. Sorry, it was a uh, WB Montreal. Yeah, that was like they're sort of like. What if we can do this? Like we can ping pong developers, and then I guess that one didn't sell well enough that they didn't that, continue. That was the but. only one that didn't feel right to me for whatever reason. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. It like the controls of it didn't feel. It wasn't. He wasn't doing the things I wanted him to do, hmm. and I was like, maybe it's just not remembering it. And then I went back and played Arkham Asylum, and I was like, no, it's working exactly in this game. And then I played Arkham Knight, and I was like, nope, it's working in this game. So it's just yeah. something. Timing was. There's just like a percentage point off of yeah. whatever. Whatever I was vibing with in the other games. Same, same with the Arkham games. I'm like an apologist where I'm like, I'm just happy that I, I have a game that I feel like Batman or I feel like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, even uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Probably one of the only superhero games where you feel like you're Wolverine ripping people apart. Um, there's not a lot of games that do that well. So, And this, this one I feel like captures the essence of Spider-Man, which is a very downtrodden character of like his life kind of sucks. Um, there's uh, there's some really interesting moments in the game that it, it's not that the world is constantly ending. It's he has to deal with stuff in his life, where it's like, like Peter, you're late for work. Where are you? He's like, oh dang it, I'm just stopping. I mean, I I'll be right there. And you're like, oh that's cute. Like this feels like Spider Man. That's always been a Spider Man thing. Yeah, the balance of life, and he's yeah. it, that that whole struggle of he's constantly fucking up his life because he's Spider Man. He's Spider Man, yeah. and he has to be Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. He can't stop it because it's his responsibility. Right. Like it's cool. They they hit those notes pretty well in the game. I felt like. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll be the downer. Uh, <laughs> so I I agree totally with your more Batman is not a bad thing, and the fact that they adapt they adapted it really well into Spider Man trappings, even though some of it is nearly identical. Um, Traversal, I feel, is even better than the Arkham series. Like, the grapple, glide, and dive system is really cool, but I like, I mean, Spider-Man oh, nailed it. It is, it moves, it moves so fast, moves so fluid, and like, they, they do the thing where, they do the Assassin's Creed thing where you unlock towers, and then the towers open up parts of the map, or at least will give you uh, signals of like, oh, there's uh, enemy activity over here, or there's, uh, it just basically shows you the stuff on the map. You'll be on your way to a mission and be like, you get a radio call, and there's a, co- a car like speeding off. You jump on it, throw the dudes out of the car, kick the dude th- out of the car, jump in front of the car, and you pick it up, and then drop it, and you just keep going on your way to your mission. I'm like, you fucking feel like Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, and like Batman had that too, but it was always slower. But Batman's a slower character, which makes sense. Spider-Man actually has superpowers, so. Doesn't this, doesn't it get, rep- I mean like, my question to all of you guys, is doesn't this get repetitive? Absolutely. Doesn't it get it gets super not, not repetitive? For me, like with Batman, have, again, haven't played this. Yeah. But with Batman, it felt so right that I, I could do it forever. I would just keep going through and be like, hey, there's a bunch of thugs that have nothing to do with any of the goals that I'm trying to achieve in the game. And I would go down and I would beat them up because I just love, you just like love it. doing are you ever, it. Are you ever like mid-thrust in sex and go, I've done this a million times. But then you go, you know what? It feels good. You're likening Arkham <laughs> Asylum I combat to sex. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I mean, there there is a dopamine hit. Yes, yeah. when you when you, you can do have the Arkham whenever you want. <laughs> when you when you can do like the perfect swing as Spider Man, you're like, holy shit! I got on top of that building. I dove. You're just like, oh, it like it's a, a hit of ecstasy. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's more for me. The the more that I watch it and do it, like with Arkham City or whatever, I thought it was cool. But also, after a while, I was like, oh right, it's a video game. It's always going to give me the perfect swing or the well, perfect thing or the perfect. Eh, so it usually does. As someone who's played a shitload of Batman, the I think one of the one of the things that Batman always caps out at is that 
you can you can get in a fight and win it and feel good. You can get in a fight and win it without getting hit. That feels awesome. Okay. You can get in a fight, use every gadget in one combo, and that feels amazing. So there's like there's skill graduations to how you choose to play as Got Batman, and especially when they start mixing in like shield dudes and knife dudes and electro prod dudes, each of which that you have to use a particular gadget against. Then it starts to push up against. Well, it's not just winning now. It's how how thoroughly do you win? It's how you won, yeah. Mm. Spider-Man has elements of that, but the the enemy types they throw at you are not as interesting as Batman's from a mechanical standpoint. Like, they have shield dudes and whip dudes and like electro baton dudes, but you can largely kill them all the same way. Mostly, as you power up. Oh, I'm also a strong word. But. I guess uh, I'm not rushing my way through the game because I I'm kind of I'm just doing all the side mission stuff. I actually want to I want to take my time with the story, so. I'm going a little slow right now, but uh, so yeah, I don't know if there's other enemy types. I I know the Sinister Six shows up in some way, shape, or form because they already showed that at E3. So the boss fights have been fairly good, um, nothing too crazy. It's like there's a, it's the you know pattern recognition. It's very Batman. Like wait for Shocker to uh, do his three attacks, and then he powers up, and then you yeah. throw something at him. We're mm-hmm. like okay, it's fine. It's always it, everything feels very cinematic, uh, which I really like. That same with the combat. That's sort of the thing you do. It is these, really cinematic. Well, you do these wave-based fights, uh, like very much like Batman. You'll have, um, or it's another game. I think maybe like Assassin's Creed, where it's like you got to take out a certain amount of enemy units, like a base, and you can like stealthily take them out, but then they all just start coming at you, and mm-hmm. like a rocket will fly at you. Someone will throw a grenade. Someone's shooting, uh, shooting a gun at you, and you're dodging all this while whipping a rocket, throwing it around, throwing it back at somebody. Like it feels good. And then uh, you get the focus meter built up, so then you can take down enemies in one hit, like Batman does. Um, but then you also get suit powers when you unlock new suits. So the Spider-Man Homecoming suit has a thing called a Spider-Bro, and it's a little it's a little robot that comes out of your chest, and he'll just start shocking everybody. Huh. I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Hmm. You know what? I like that. Good job, developers. Okay. You, the suits are more than just cosmetic. A couple of them are, are just cosmetic, but each one unlocks a new power, and yeah. then each of those... Then you have three other slots to like adjust your suit how you want. And, like it's yeah, it's kind of similar to God of War, where you have you have your one slot for your suit power, mm. and you can equip any suit power you've unlocked. So you can basically look how you want and then pair it with a power from another suit that is more thematic. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, there are three like gadget slots. Well, they're not gadget slots. I don't remember what they're called. They're just like ability slots. Yeah, yeah and you you unlock those by spending tokens that you get for doing the side objectives. It's a pretty straightforward in-game economy. If you do a side event, you get a token for that event, and then you have to combine a certain number of tokens to yeah. unlock a thing. Which, by the way, all those like backpacks and stuff they have in the city. So I unlocked all the backpacks in the towers within an hour. All of them? Yeah. You found all the backpacks. Yeah, because once you Jesus. unlock, once you unlock the tower, it's only like six, fifty-five of them, I think. Only. I mean, that's, that's a lot of pickupables. I'm so I, I guess it. So the cool thing about those is, those are incredibly referential. If mm-hmm. you're a Spider-Man fan, you know. Yeah, yeah. he's collecting things from his past or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, there's there's a little there's a bunch of little stuff in there if you're a fan. I like that a lot, but the I think the thing that bugs me about that, and to a larger degree also about the story, is that it's all references. Everything's a reference to something that already existed in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. There's pretty much nothing new except for the main villain, and he's not much of a character either. So for me, and it's it's funny, Bruce, you were talking about like, oh, I can't make it to my date on time. Like that's pretty classic Spider-Man stuff. It is, yeah. That's the entire game. The entire, like, Peter is, is an ultimate good boy. Uh, he, <laughs> he is a lab tech for, some, for uh, Otto Octavius as they work on uh, new biomachinery to enhance mankind and stuff. He also helps volunteer at his, his Aunt May's, like, homeless shelter. 
And he like, he's in, well, he's not in school. He's like, there's one other thing that proves what a good boy he is. He basically doesn't do anything wrong the whole game. And never faces any difficult decisions. It's always just like struggling, just like, oh, under the heel of tough New York living, mm. but always trying to do your best. And it, it's just a theme and not really a story. And that's kind of what I had a problem with. It oh, just that's why Spider-Man kind of has always been. Not really. He's They're, never been like bad at things. And he's never been like a bad guy that was going to yeah. be like, I made a bad decision. It's usually like, well, he got hurt, so he has to figure out how to fight through getting hurt, or like and not having like health insurance. But right, but he, but he's yeah. always he's always had a, a good moral compass. I guess I guess you could say he's definitely well. One of the things I like about Spider-Man is is the question of what to do with power once you once you have it. Yeah. How do you use it responsibly? Um, that theme is not really touched upon much, at least well, not what I've seen yet. In this game, he's been Spider-Man for ten years. Yeah, oh, like okay. that. So he's a pretty accomplished <clears throat> Spider-Man years, at yeah. this point. He, uh, yeah, I think. Well, they kind of did the Spider-Man Homecoming or Civil War thing, where they're like, "We've seen the origin story. Everyone knows the origin story. Yeah, people know the crucifixion, cru- crucifixion of Jesus Christ, and they know the origin story: of Batman and Spider-Man. We get it. We know it. We don't need to see it. So, I do like that the game just starts off in Digo. You know everything of Spider-Man. We don't, and they actually flip a couple things around in the story. Like uh, Mary Jane is a writer for the Daily Bugle. You're not. You're not a reporter anymore. Jonah Jameson is a like podcaster. He's like a Alex Jones, yeah. Infowars type, and he talk. He references. He's like the radio. Uh, he's sort of like he'll make references to things that you do in the world. I'm like these are different enough. Um, yeah, Oct- Octavius is your boss. He's not Doc Ock mm-hmm. yet. I don't know. Maybe he will be. Um, I haven't got that far, but uh, what's his, what's his face? Um, Harry, not Harry Osborn, his dad. Norm, Norman, Norman Osborn Norman. is the mayor yeah. of the city. There's like there's enough different things that I'm like, ooh, what are they gonna do with this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's enough to keep me interested. Yeah, I'm. I haven't finished the story yet. I should have prefaced it with that. So for my disappointments, those might be addressed before the game is over. Um, the other thing that I think is weird is all. So I, w- I was trying to process my initial disappointment with the story. Um, and I likened it to Arkham. I was like, well, Arkham didn't really do anything amazing with Batman or his side characters. It was mostly just a, somebody who'd show up, twirl their mustache, and then you'd, you'd fight them and go through their lair or whatever. And I was like, well, I like that well enough. I think the weird thing is Arkham, the Arkham games have a huge style about them, the way that Gotham looks or the way that Arkham looks. It's not photorealistic, or Spider-Man is. It tries to look like Manhattan. Uh, and the characters, when they're not wearing their suits, look like actual people. They're not the square-jawed, huge, cartoony people from Arkham. Yeah. So it's weird to me to have something that a plot and characters that are so cartoony in a very realistic-looking setting. There's something about that that just clashes in my hmm. head. I guess when I see this, when I see how this game looks, I didn't go into it with this expectation, but I feel like this complements, well, not this, because he's wearing like a goofy Spider-Man suit, but some of the other suits and definitely some of the live-action sequences look more Nolan than... Comic book? More than, what do you mean live action sequences? I mean like lo- people talking without suits on. Because the character models oh. are super good and look yeah. amazing. Yeah. But then they're just speaking to each other in these like kind of weird cartoonish platitudes that you expect from a very middling comic book. Hmm. That's just, man, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too negative. This, every, it, it feels really grounded. The way You think? Yeah, the way everything, the way the game has been presented. It, it, man. I don't know. In it, the intro, you go you you go to Wilson Fisk, who's getting arrested for you don't know why, hmm. and he's like, "Ah, I don't want to get arrested." So he sets bombs in his own building, and then you have to like turn them off with a giant monitor with a like a timer counting down on it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's comic books. That's not real life. Yeah, I don't know. It, it it's it feels like a video game. I guess that means anything. Uh, I have 
I don't have those problems with it. It just, everything to me looks and feels good. But once again, I, I'm sort of a Spider-Man apologist. I'm just happy that this thing exists because otherwise it would have just kept going down the, uh, the shitty Activision hole <laughs> that they had been going down where they're like, you know, it's fun. Spider-Man going down a corridor. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Shattered Dimensions, right? Yeah. It was is, all inside. This is definitely an improvement, I think, oh. over pretty much any other Spider-Man game. I, would, I mean, like, from what I've seen. It's not, yeah. like it, it's not bad by any means. I don't think it's perfect, but I think, I think it's... I, hopefully, it will be fun to play for more than three hours. I've, I've been playing for well more than three hours. There you go. Yeah. I, I intend... I'm going to 100% it. Oh. So, I'm, I'm taking... So you do like it. I, yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I, um, and, and I'm prepared for everyone to misunderstand this, but I'm taking the negative angle just so we can spurt conversation. Makes sense. So, I'm instead focusing of, on the... Of us jizzing on each other's yeah, chest. Which right? oh, it's okay. oh, it's okay. Yeah, oh, don't you like it? I like it too. <laughs> well, uh, what did you think of... Well, you mentioned MJ as a reporter. Yeah. Uh, not much of a spoiler, I hope, but there are sequences where he actually plays Mary Jane. Yeah, they've talked about it in the other reviews. Yeah, so I, I come thought at so. us. But, oh. boy, yeah. I mean, are, were you, did you like those sequences? Because it reminded me a lot of, this is an ancient re- reference, but when you have to play as Ashley in Resident Evil 4. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a bunch of canned, like, sneak-around boxes. Uh, uh, I did it twice because I, I replayed the game. Because um, then I originally played it on a different account, and now I'm playing on my account. I played it again. Uh, it's a breeze. The second time, like, once I knew what to do, I was like, oh, she has the easiest stealth missions in the world. Like, you just sprint through the whole thing. And I get longer. I was also playing as a dumbass, and I'm just, like, spinning around people. And then (laughs) she she has her camera out the whole time. So I was just taking pictures of people's asses. And be like, ooh, yeah, uh, 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 which is super silly. Um, But, yeah, I think it's just there to remind you that, because they also have those sequences where you're Peter Parker, and you're just walking around or running around, and uh, you're, like, going to work and talking to Mary Jane or whatever, and it's like, it just breaks the game up a little bit, I mm. think, and it. I think it's just, it's just pacing. I think if you sit there and enjoy it, uh, instead of like being in a rush to, you know, just being at an adrenaline adrenaline level of like ten thousand, uh, it, it gives you a little bit of pacing throughout the game, which I think is, it's fairly well done. Yeah, there. Are, I did appreciate that there is a rigorous dedication to those beats of a Spider-Man story, where it's like you're out beating up criminals and then. You, uh, you cram all your stuff in a backpack and then you go in the lab and it's like him fixing his hair as you walk in. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do like a mini game involving chromatic sequencing and stuff. That stuff was cute. I didn't mind, I didn't mind the highs and lows of it. It's just, I, I guess from, from my perspective as someone who's consumed a lot of Spider-Man, this is just this interesting Frankenstein bit of somebody who went through and just like classified all the bits, ranked them as like a Spider-Man-iness and then just took the eights out of all of it and then diced, or like stitched it up into a story. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I feel like, to me, this game is best when you're traversing or fighting. Yeah. And the, the down notes are cool, because it makes when you get back to that all the more accelerating. You do your boring lab work, and then boom, you're Spider-Man again, zipping across New York. Uh, pretty fucking cool. Also, this game looks incredible. Holy shit! It's a console game. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Are you both uh, playing on pros? I am, yeah. I'm playing on a pro, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, so... Uh, I think it's loud. What's up? Pro, like oh, fans, yeah, yeah. Power I have, have to turn one. my speakers way high because it goes, bzzz, Jesus Christ, it's like loading the Mary Jane level. I'm like, Really? So, uh, <laughs> that's the hard part. <laughs> All right, it's a uh, digital foundry. Everyone's favorite pixel counting Brits did a, did a breakdown of the exact sequence from E3. I watched oh. this whole video, yeah, and it's awesome. Digital Foundry is, has been doing amazing, uh, like digital analysis stuff for about a half decade. Is this like God of War where it got better or it got worse? It got better. Nice. Uh, according to Digital Foundry. So the big things that they pointed out, so uh, this is Puddlegate or whatever. It's funny because we, we talked about this last week 
And then Kotaku grabbed a hold of it. Does James know what Puddlegate is? I know. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. We'll I mean, make I sure you, it, yeah. you people are Puddlegate. upset for no reason again. <laughs> yeah, it really is I no reason. Know. No, but there's no reason. This this video does a really good job of debunking all of those things. So the screenshots that people were mad about, when I looked at them, I was like, mm, okay, there's act, somebody might have a reason to be upset about this. Yeah, there is something to it. Except that it was just it was a confluence of a bunch of factors that uh, yeah turned out to just in that one shot make it not look as good. It's true. But yeah, they talk about how the suit is not as shiny, it's just more diffuse, and that's not a texture thing, it's just a lighting thing. Um, they also talk about how, man, the way they break down reflections and how Sp uh, Spider-Man uses them is really incredible. Um, how they kind of had to move the puddles to make it less obvious that they were faking all the reflections and stuff like that. Yeah, if you, if you guys have time, I really recommend the, watching the uh, Digital Foundry Breakdown. The, the game is impressive where you'll be swinging through the city at you know 90 miles an hour, there will be like a fight going on. There's a lot of energy effects going on. You have Spider Bro go out. There's lightning effects. There's web <laughs> effects, and it's and then there's like camera will slow down and it's all happening. You're like, I have no idea how this console is not melting right now. It is a very optimized game. Yeah. Uh, I've only experienced like a little bit of slowdown, and it's a boss fight here or there can like, and it's only just like da -da, and then it goes. Yeah, I've had more slowdown in Hollow Knight than I have had in Spider Man. I should say something. <laughs> I mean, it's Hollow Knight on the Switch, on you know, on a battery screen or whatever. But well, Digital Foundry was saying that the average, average uh, resolution on a PS4 Pro is like 1540p mm -hmm. or something like that, which is you know obviously well above 1080p. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they said 30 frames a second solid the entire way through, no problem. It's one of those games too where I said this about Arkham Knight. I remember people being upset about it when they were like, oh, it can't run in 60 on PC. I'm like. This is the kind of game I'm okay being at 30 because I can't really tell. It just looks good. That And I'm like, I'm one of those snobs where like I'll play Destiny at 144 frames or Overwatch <laughs> at 144 frames. Like This is one of those games where it's the bullshit marketing speak of like, oh, it's cinematic. But it's like, it's a very cinematic game, but it also controls really well. It moves fine. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, that if you saw this at 60, you'd be like, <laughs> Probably. The only way to play. That was actually, yeah. that was the, that Just was don't the, show it to yeah, me. Yeah, the more that I watched that video, the more I was like, oh, this was 60 yeah. frames a This second. is the advantage of releasing it on one console, yeah. like having yep. complete control you can lock over the hardware spec. The well, final two part. technically, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, the uh, so the reason I think it looks so good at 30 is that they have really, really good motion blur. Um, yeah. That's one of those things that computer graphics have struggled with for a long time. Why doesn't a video game at like triple the frame rate of 24 frames per second camera? Why does it look so much different? Hmm. Um, the answer is blur, uh, and that's it's been really hard to fake lens blur uh, in real time. But they're getting closer and closer. And Spider-Man's blur, it's, it's one of those things where once you don't notice it, it's working. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the blur in Spider-Man does a lot to make it seem smoother than a 30 FPS game might think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh no, I was going to say, it reminds me of like playing Breath of the Wild on the Switch, where you're mm -hmm. like, I can't tell what your frame rate is. <laughs> you move well. <laughs> Graphically, my only like nitpick with the game is that they did not get the likeness, likeness to Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a tragedy. So that's it, though. That's the They're only like, thing that I really see. They're like, get up, get up. Can we just to... scan his face and then like, yeah, they scan his face. <laughs> just scan his face. Scan his corpse face. Dude, mm -hmm. I don't know if this family would allow that, guys. The nope. estate of Michael Clark Duncan. Are you kidding me? <laughs> They're like, yeah. It's not about you, okay? Yeah. For once, <laughs> you're dead. You owe the world the right kingpin, and yeah. I don't know how we're gonna. Yeah, what about get Vincent D'Onofrio? They didn't scan Vincent D'Onofrio's face. Well, who cares about Vincent Nafia? Exactly. <laughs> so He's this, a false king. Man. It's weird because this... <laughs> Marvel Spider-Man or whatever, to me, and, and this is me reading between 100 lines, to me this seems like them trying to kick off a game universe 
or rather it's Insomniacs mm -hmm. putting their stake in the ground. Because this isn't Cinematic Universe Spider-Man. Which I'm it's, so happy for, I am too. Way. I'm glad it's not a tie-in. But they also reference nearly everything else in Marvel. Of course. The weird thing, though, is that when Insomniac said they were making this, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Given the kind of games that Insomniac had made, they just come off Sunset Overdrive, right? Mm -hmm. I, was like, I was like, oh, that totally made sense. Because Sunset Overdrive, from what I had heard from everyone, was a good game, but it was just a new IP that no one was interested in. Um, I love Sunset Overdrive so that's what I'm. That's what I'm Morris saying. That's, all I've, that's yeah. all I've heard is that it was like a great game that was so fun to play, but the IP, it was just like no one cared about that IP. It was Xbox One launch, which didn't do it any favors. It was also, yeah, it was it was really tied into music culture and specifically like punk rock music yeah. culture, which it was, it was a daring bet that in the it's midst like of EDM, somebody might suddenly rediscover rock music. A bunch of people who really like Jet Set Radio yeah. got yep. together and were like, let's bring it back. They tried their and best. It, and then they forgot that no one cared about Jet Set Radio when it came out, and even though people are <laughs> loud they, about it, no yeah. one still cares about it. Right? Like, but, God bless them for So time. when they said they were doing Spider-Man, I was like, oh, that makes sense. They can use the fact that they make really good games, and, but with a built-in audience for the IP. Yeah. I'm curious if they want to turn this into something more like... A bigger. They've already announced DLC. Yeah, yeah no, but I'm saying like other stuff. characters, other it wouldn't Marvel surprise things. Me. I'm, I'm curious how that would translate because I wouldn't necessarily think of them as being the best people to make a. I could X Men game. I could see them doing like a defend or like yeah. defenders like, like a, a DLC replays Daredevil for half yeah. of it or Daredevil something. Would, yeah, I guess ninety percent of Marvel characters are the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, first, the first thing I thought about was Iron Man. I mean, like Iron Man flying through the city, the, hmm. the city of yeah. New York. Yeah, but it, see, to me, that feels like you want some. You want like Bungie, like someone who does like shooting or like hmm. like things like that, like really well hmm. or something. Does, I don't know. How does Daredevil traverse? Does he just run across stuff? Does he have like he's an extendo air, he's rod? He's acrobatic. Yeah. yeah, and he also has. But how his does he thing. climb? Yeah, he yeah. He can yeah. do his thing. Which his has, batons, yeah, his in, batons. The, in the comics would break apart, and he could like whip him. It's like around a light pole, kind of like, like, like a spider yeah. type <laughs> man. Uh, and he has no fear. <laughs> so he had no fear. That fear is, by the way, to everyone listening, the greatest inhibitor of being able to flip throughout your city. <laughs> yeah, fear. master fear, and suddenly you become. I don't. I don't want to get off the. The, the Spider-Man train too much, but there is a really good Batman episode that I thought was really good where uh, Scarecrow, it's it's the uh, animated series where they did Batman and Superman Adventures where the style changed a little bit. Everything got like, oh, yeah. everything became chiseled. Yeah, everything but was super blocky. There's a great episode. I, this, I just love when people do this, when they go, wouldn't it be cool if, and so Scarecrow in, uh, creates a, a fear toxin, uh -huh. but it gets rid of fear. Ooh. So people would oh. do stupid stuff. Interesting. And so Batman goes undercover, uh, Bruce Wayne goes undercover, as like a, an investor type or whatever, and they spray him with it, and they just throw him in a, a zoo, and he like he sees some crocodiles. He's like, I'm gonna go fight those crocodiles, <laughs> and they think, and they just leave him. They're like, all right, that guy's gonna go kill himself because crocodiles kill him. And then there's just blood in the water, and then Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne, Bruce Wayne walks out, and he's like, let's do this. And then he's like, huh. he's doing crazy shit where he's like flying the Batwing up against buildings, and Robin's like. So you got hit with this? He's like, yeah, but I can handle it. It's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, what, how would Batman be with zero fear? If he, oh, yeah. And he starts to just be like a total asshole. He'd be Daredevil. Basically. <laughs> Everyone's favorite hero. Well, that's why you can't, you can't downgrade from Spider-Man to Daredevil. It's not, they're not gonna, it's not gonna go, well, well, yeah, give us Daredevil. I mean, that's, yeah. but there are sequences in Spider-Man where he plays Mary Jane, and you're just crawling around, 
for, trying not to get seen. What I'm saying though is like when you've, if like for example, if this game sells well and it's a big mm -hmm. hit, which it probably will be, then they're not going to go. All right, well now give us Iron Fist or yeah. whatever. And like I mean, it's going to be. I could see it working in a way where they do a Avengers slash Defenders type game where you play as multiple characters That'd in this cool. in the city they've already built, and that that could be interesting. We're like, okay, for this segment you play as Iron Fist, and the combat is like really intense and really cool. This part, you're Iron Man. You got to fly through the city really fast. Like I could see that happening, but or uh, or uh, co-op, four-player co-op, uh, where the person who has fun gets Spider-Man, <laughs> and, and, and then the person gets Luke Cage and has yeah. to stand there getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> you be Dazzler. Damn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I, I think more than anything, though, it, it proves that. The more human your character is, or like the more um, vulnerable they are, the better video game uh, mechanics play into it. Hmm. That's why Batman and Spider Man, I think, work the best. Oh, Superman yeah. oh. is a fucking bore fest. Well, that's why they have to figure out. Yeah, yeah, every single video game at the start figures out. So, like, you know, Arkham City is like, Bruce Wayne's yeah. been arrested and he's going to jail, which is the whole city. <laughs> like, there's always that whole thing where they've, been, they've lost their abilities. And when you do it smart, like Arkham does, mm -hmm. it makes sense. What about Hulk? They just want to play as there Hulk. There already was. Yeah, there's I know. That, that I game like was, that game. The game was pretty rad. That's yeah. awesome. The second one. It was fun. Hulk. Age of Destruction or uh, something? Or I forget what it's Age called. Age of Ultron Hulk. Destruction. What is it? Destruction Ultimate Unleashed. Smash, something like Ultimate. that. Ultimate. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a great game. I, I, thought it was awesome. really I thought it was really fun. When you yeah. go like, you go, yeah, it was Ultimate Destruction. Yeah, and you'd have gloves. And then they basically ripped that whole, they took that whole engine and they used it to make Prototype. That's right. It's oh. basically the same game, except yeah. you're not Hulk, so it's not good. <laughs> Prototype was okay. I picked Prototype over Infamous, and I never looked back. <laughs> I played both. I guess, well, there were more Infamouses than there were yeah. Yeah. Prototypes. Which yeah. one won in the end? Infamous yes, did. Yes, it did. They made yes, Second Son, and then that's it. I, Last I remember light. I saw the trailer oh. for Infamous, and it was a, a nondescript bald dude firing... You mean Cole McGrath? Going And I went, nope. That looks stupid. Well, he also has a best friend, Zeke, that sounds like Foghorn Leghorn for no reason. Yeah. There's like a dude in a... remember Cole McGrath? Because Infamous is... I don't know, man. He had a stick. I remember playing and being like, what? what is this? It was... What's weird is that they went from that to Second Son, which is actually really fucking good. Second Son had... Was prototype style. It like actually had a protagonist who didn't look like a total dweeb knob. And he actually did stuff as yeah. opposed to pew, 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 yeah. pew, 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 pew. Um, but, Infamous, but I never played it. Infamous, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking this because Infamous Second Son is like one of the best looking games on yeah. PS4. Spider-Man is like Infamous if you didn't move like a slow train. Yeah. Because I know there were cool parts where you could run a building and stuff, but Spider-Man does the thing where he looks at the, the Freedom Tower and goes, yeah, I can get up there in 10 seconds. Yeah. It's insane how how quick you can move through the city. Yeah, and you even unlock new you unlock new upgrades to help you move faster and stuff. You can web zip faster. There's little uh, speed boosts you get. Yeah, I like, like that they added a lot of traversal options for crossing the tops of buildings as opposed to just swinging next to them, which was pretty cool. Did yeah. Spider Man's spider sense go off on 9/11? Yes, yes. Uh, was I that covered in comics. I'm pretty sure it was. Power. Because I remember, I was I was reading like week to or was reading month to month Spider Man's when that happened. That's one of my favorite moments I in think Infinity so. War. So he's on the bus. He's like, something's going on. And it's like, like, yeah, no oh, shit. The fucking th it's already blown up a city block. <laughs> Thanks for your heads up, Spider Sense. <laughs> Half the bus is already looking at it, you idiot. <laughs> I could be wrong, but like, I know that I know that his like his Spider Sense gets more intense the more danger there is. 
So I think there was something like it. He like almost got knocked out by the 9/11 spider sense or something. Which I, 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 it's too I remember much. thinking at the time, like, oh, he was like incapacitated because his spider sense was going off. Well, which I, is a weird I mean, irony. there's certain things where it's like his spider sense go off, but what can he do about it? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, there's not much. Also, what counts as danger with spider? Is it only when it's danger affecting him? Yeah, it's supposed to just be him. Was, I always thought it was danger affecting him. But yeah. it seems like it's danger in general. Because what if he walks by someone and it's a woman who has like stage one breast cancer and he goes, oh, like, <laughs> he can he just tell her starts, now, yeah, yeah, he can tell her now. He'll go to the lab and then solve it in Yeah, like but I'm minutes. just saying, it would just be going off at all times. Kind of. Or so, a lot of yeah. false negatives. At some point, you just, you numb it, you know, you tune it out. Well, that's one of, that's one of like the weirdest parts of Spider-Man's toolkit in terms of powers is that the explanation's supposed to be, and this is something I've never perceived happening, is that when you're about to smack a spider with a roll of newspaper, it just knows and like gets out of the way. I've never seen that happen. I, well, I try not to kill spiders because I have an affinity uh, for Spider-Man. I think it's more tied to when a spider is in a web. The spider oh. at the center of the web can tell whenever anything's happening. I think it's more tied to... Because basically, hmm. if a spider is in a web and it's doing nothing, and then a fly gets caught on the other side of the web, it'll go, it's there. Because spiders are t- tuned in to their the sensory... Yeah. And so the idea being that he's kind of doing that with the world... More of a predatory thing than, than a defensive thing. Yeah. I'm gonna look this up. Or like if yeah. someone walks through that web there, like the spiders immediately know there. That's where it came. He <laughs> looked up the spider sense. Spider sense wiki. I'm really curious now because I don't know. I'm not, I have no idea. Yeah. I just assumed it was. He knew danger was close. How about this? Stan Lee said, "I don't care. Yeah. I'm getting paid this <laughs> week." <laughs> he looked uh, out his window and said, "What if we could go thwip thwip?" And they said, "Whatever. You, smoke more pot." Got it. <laughs> Says. Uh, Spider sense alerts him to danger, perfect balance, and he, oh no wait, that's one of the, those are the, those are the powers. So spider sense alerts him to danger. I want to, where's the explanation? If a hobo is walking, if he's on the subway, yeah. and a hobo masturbates <laughs> above him, and the semen is going to fall on him, will his spider sense alert him? It doesn't, it's not going to cause him any danger. It should. But it's not going to cause him any danger, it's just a little semen. It, yeah, but I it, mean, he probably, if, he, if you ask him ahead of time, get, he wouldn't want to get hit by semen. Because to me, Spider Sense says that if like a bird's gonna shit on you, you move out of the way as the shit's falling down, because you don't want to get hit with it, regardless of danger. I don't know if that stuff d- happens though. I don't know don't if there's a precedent for that. I don't know if there's a precedent for that. I have no In idea. Spider-Man comics, I feel like he's gotten shit on so, before. He has. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I was thinking <laughs> about. I was thinking Maybe about he this. lets it happen. It's like a Clark Kent thing. He doesn't oh, want people yeah. knowing, but he can dodge shit all the time. Yeah. I was thinking about this when we were pl- I was playing the game, because uh, I was trying to. I was always like, why does he get hit? Because Spider-Man gets hit a lot. And uh, he's not supposed to, right? But he's I'm supposed saying, to be pretty brittle. But I'm saying, in, well, in movies and stuff, he gets it's hit always all the time, like, yeah. yeah, you're like, how did, did Star Lord get the, how did get a, a, a web around him when they they fight briefly in Infinity War? Uh, and I'm like, well, in the game, your spider sense is going off constantly because, but there's a lot of stuff happening off screen you can't see. There's a guy with the rocket launcher, there's a guy with a gun, and you'll get hit because you're just overwhelmed. So I'm like, I guess that kind of makes sense that there's just so much going on you can't. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough for us as people just to focus on one thing at a time. I can see that being sort of a realistic reason. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's the same as if someone tossed a football and you're not paying attention. They go, heads up! That's basically what Spider-Sense is. Well, I thought it's his was always like someone shouting heads up. According, It doesn't necessarily get him out of the way. According to the uh, lore-inducing Sam Raimi films, 
uh, everything slows down, and then he can <laughs> he can catch the food of the trade. Like, yeah. That was a cinematic representation also, of him understanding. Tobey Maguire really did that. Yeah, that after blew 150 mind. takes. Thank you, movie details. <laughs> That's not a movie detail. <laughs> I mean, That's that is kind of a movie, movie detail. Right? I mean, it's a movie. It's not fact. a movie detail. It's just what they had to do. Here's another movie detail. The co- costume designer had to bring him jeans because Spider-Man's wearing jeans. That's what they had to do to get them in the jeans. I thought he had to get his own jeans. There. What's the line between trivia and <laughs> details? Uh, oh boy. A detail is something that the creative team put in there mm-hmm. with not necessarily the intention of you finding, but knowing that it enhanced the greater product sure. if you are to discover it. Okay. That's what a movie that's what a detail is. Gotcha. Not something that goes into the making of a movie. Mm-hmm. That's always, not a detail. I always thought that that sequence when he catches the food on the tray was CG. Me too. But then when I found out it wasn't, I was like, oh. Yeah. Great except- trivia. Yeah, not a detail of the movie. Okay, all right, understood. Yeah, oh, that, uh, uh, yeah, movie detail would be, fuck, I don't know. This is sort movie of movie like, detail would be in the background of that scene. There is a person who is dressed like Eddie Brock, who is never mentioned or acknowledged, but they put him but there. The creators put him there just for fun because yeah. they were like, someone might see this, yeah. and we can also reference this later as having been attentive to yeah. the product that we were well, making. I feel like the movie detail thing has become Eddie basically Edgar Wright is like pornography for this. They're like. When this character says this, they do it again later. Like, yes, that is called a callback. That we do that is, in yes. film all the time. I, Edgar Wright just does it better than most people. I was going to say, yes, that in some sense is a detail, but is the dullest of details mm-hmm. that it doesn't isn't worth noting because it was there for, it was there to help you understand what you're watching. It was there for you to notice, yeah. right. Yeah. It's like, did you notice that at the yeah. beginning of the movie it starts? <laughs> That's not a detail. That's I love how much because James, you can't get it in the movie. James it is. It doesn't it, begin. It is details. a detail. Technically, it is a detail. <laughs> it's just. It, it's sort of like Alanis Morissette singing a bunch of bunch of things that are ironic, but they're not really ironic. But then it makes the entire song ironic. I want James to go and shut down movie details. He I want can't. him to go in. And they're doing it themselves. Turn the tables over. They're doing it themselves. There was one recently. And their on sunset. There was one recently. Fuck. What was it? Fuck you guys. I think it was a Spider-Man detail. From one of the movies, <laughs> right? And was it about the, what the post food? that is of itself with someone who had repurposed the previous time it was posted on Movie Details? Oh, jeez! They had reposted this post and it had fourteen thousand upvotes. They're just—it's nonsense over there. It's crazy people. <laughs> well, <laughs> so it, you, you're touching on something that frustrates me as an avid collector of dumb internet photos. Mm-hmm. I'll see it one resurface again, and it's just like, yeah, this was popular ten years ago. There is an abandonment of the idea that you're not allowed to enjoy something if it if it's not original. Somebody's like, oh, I didn't know that, and they don't appreciate any of the context around it. It's just for the five seconds I was not doing my job and looking at this, I liked it. Mm. So I clicked the upvote, and that's it. So yeah, there's no accountability anymore for these clicks, these uh, upvotes, uh, man. The, the greatest people on the earth are the people that preface by saying, sorry if this is a repost, but. Those are the kindest human beings. We yeah. should give them the world. Mm-hmm. Because other people will be like, hey, I just found this fight from They Live. It's really long. I should post this. Like, you thought <laughs> you, in 2018, were the first person to find this YouTube video that you didn't post, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're going to post it here on our videos? It's, it's so the, that way every, you could finally share it with everyone. Thank God for you, sir. We it, found out this it's, existed. It's the guy when there's three lanes of traffic. We're all trying to go straight oh, on the yeah. two, two left lanes, <laughs> but the one guy in the middle lane is merging right, mm-hmm. slowing everyone down, and he goes, but me. Yeah, yeah. It's me. It's my turn. It's my I I know I'm fucking you up, but it's me. Well, and you go, I don't know you. Fuck off. Maybe maybe I do want to see that fight scene from They Live. Yeah, maybe sure. I do. 
Okay, maybe I do. Maybe it's just the but thing you need. But you didn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's the presumption. Put it out there again. Yeah, just say I like. I was reminding everyone that yeah, this, this is exists. so cool. I love this. I, I love you guys. I, sometimes I think of this. It makes me feel. It makes me laugh. Yeah. No matter what's going on. I made this. Yeah. But you didn't find it because it's someone else's YouTube link from it. a movie you didn't make yeah. that's 40 years old. <laughs> the presumption <laughs> of discovery is what is what's aggravating. Yes, I see. That makes total sense. People need to know when they don't know anything. I'd make the world a better place. They didn't place. share it with me. Okay. <laughs> James already saw it. Already saw it. Uh, Sorry, Omar, I fucked up my mic. Wow. Well, while you do that, let me read an ad. There it is. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by Mac Weldon. Um, there's something James said a long time ago, and it's stuck with me ever since. If you lean forward enough, you might be able to get in that camera. Throwing that out there. Uh, there it is. <laughs> what a Tell weird, us, Lawrence. That's a I will. weird shot. Uh, James once said that putting on Mac Weldon's feels like, what is it, putting on armor? I actually don't remember. Anyway, uh, I've since adapted it in my head. I, I put it through movie details a couple of times, and it came out now feeling like, I honestly, ever, ever since, I felt like Spider-Man putting on my underwear. It's what? true. Oh, I never I had underoos as a kid, but I did have a Spider-Man poster on my wall. And ever since then, I've looked and felt and wondered, what would it feel like to wear that spider suit, clutching every last inch of me, keeping everything exactly where it needs to be? And that's exactly what Mac, Mac Weldon underwear feel like. They're soft, they cling, but not in a bad way. Not, not like a preacher way, in a good way. Uh, and I, I implore you to discover this for yourself. So whether you're uh, using your PlayStation 4 to pretend to be Spider-Man, you can feel like Spider-Man all day in a pair of Mac Weldon underwear. They also sell, they also sell shirts and uh, sweatshirts, sweatpants, sweatshorts, which is some new tech you need to get your hands on. That's not very Spider-Man, unless you're like Scarlet Spider and like, Rocking the weird cutoff vest and stuff. <laughs> Which, uh, spoilers, is a skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, sorry. Uh, but you can get 20% off your entire Mac Weldon order uh, at MacWeldon.com using our promo code SOUP. Uh, it's again MacWeldon.com. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Promo code SOUP for 20, 20% off your entire order. Uh, you should check them out. They got a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you've had ratty underwear in the past, maybe that waistband's starting to fall off. And especially if your bits aren't hanging where they need to. Check it out, MacWeldon.com, 20% off using our promo code SOUP. Thank you for the sponsorship, Mac Weldon. Thank you, Insomniac, for the Spider-Man game. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. And? Uh, despite harping on, so, uh, to, even though people have already left their angry comments, I'm gonna try to salvage my, well, wanna, my actual opinion. I also wanna talk about Puddlegate after you're done. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because I wanna talk about, because Puddlegate is important to me. <laughs> what, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're gonna cry. <laughs> Sorry, like go Godfather. You finish yours. So yeah, um, all the elements in the game to me range from great to good, and the good things is only me explaining why they're not great. So to me, the story's good. It's not great. It's good. Uh, combat's great. Traversal's great. The non non Spider-Man parts are good. I'm glad they're in there. But yeah, uh, to me, I'm just excited because this is a really amazing game. It's really just fun to explore. I'm kind of I'm scared of when I do everything. Because then it'll all be done. Hmm. And what do I do then? This is uh, one of those games where I want them to keep putting DLC out. Yeah. I feel like the base of the game is so good that if instead of working on a sequel, they said, here's basically an expansion. It's 20 bucks, and you're going to get an extra like 10 hours of gameplay. I'd be like, yeah, go for it. Just like GTA 5. I was going to say, that's GTA 5 syndrome is what well, that is. I guess... Kind of. Mm, well, think, I think really. like, more like GTA 4. They put it in all the wrong places. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean DLC. I mean the fact that the, the base of the game oh, yeah, is so yeah. good ah, that oh. you can pile a bunch of other things on top oh, yeah, of it yeah. and be like, yeah, I'll keep playing it. Breath of the Wild. Every, every Breath single of the time Wild. I feel that way about a game, it never happens, though. Yeah. I was like, Burnout Paradise? 
They could just oh. keep adding on, baby. They're like, stunt island, game over. Yeah. <laughs> We're closed. Yeah. Get out. Uh, what is what is your what is your puddle gate? Oh well, I mean, I watched the Digital Foundry uh-huh. uh, video, and like I said, I, that's that should end Puddlegate, I think, once and for all. Uh, it really should because it's one of those things where the more that they described it, and I guess if you if you buy into their theories, which the theories are well founded, mm-hmm. you you find out it's just an artistic decision. That's all it was. It was like basically like they were they were saying no, they just decided to change the lighting, but they changed the textures. They move things around. They change the reflections in the water or on the buildings and things like that. They they change those cube maps for the video game, but it was never for performance sake. Mm-hmm. It was it was only because they were like, oh well, this looks a little better. Um, and again, that video does a fantastic job of describing that. Yeah. And while I think Puddlegate was was founded in the sense that you could look at two side by side screenshots and be like, okay, yeah, I guess the E3 demo looks better here mm-hmm. in this one section. The rest of that E3 demo in the actual video game, Digital Foundry goes through and says, this part looks better, there's more traffic here, Yeah. Uh, there's a better motion blur here. So overall, the, the video game right now in release looks better than the E3 demo. Mm-hmm. So It is pretty amazing that, yeah. It's pretty objective. Like, I don't think it's objective. It looks objective. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty objective to me. It's almost tied to the fact that sometimes you have to stop and go, do I have any expertise in this before I pass judgment? <laughs> yeah. I know no one ever does, but yeah. I mean, everyone's kind of guilty of it. That's, yeah, James, that's, it, there's two elements to it, one of which you hit, the other which Bruce hit, is that, yeah, the one of, everyone has eyeballs, and I don't want to make it sound like unless you've made a game where you understand how rendering engines work, you're not allowed to critique how a game looks. No, of course not. Um, but that's certainly not not the point, and especially when the, when like, the creative director of the game is talking directly to you and saying, I made the thing, and you're telling me I'm lying? Like, what does this guy know? Maybe listen to them. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's all right. I was say, but that, that reminded me of another thing. Did you see the discussion this weekend over comic book authors and stuff? Yeah. How it breaking into Marvel and DC. I saw a little bit of that. And stuff, and people were like... I saw the hot takes, but not the original. Someone was talking about how they were, I think, upset with an author because they didn't like it, and they are like, this is what happens when you let people mm. who don't have any experience write for these big publishers... And then, and then a lot of other comic book authors got involved and said, like, said like, this is the only way you can get in. Like, how else are you supposed to get in? It's that whole thing where you need 10 years' experience for an entry-level job right. kind of thing. And they're like, how are you supposed to get in if they don't take a chance? Right. And that's one of the best things about some of the best authors they've gotten. And people are like, they, you should just go write at, like, indie publishers and get your get get your you know that's how you build your resume is at the indie publisher and then once you've proven yourself then you can come in and write at Marvel and DC and then Neil Gaiman jumped in uh, and it was like not how it worked for me yeah. he's like I had zero published works when uh, DC decided to take a chance on me and and so like I think that's I think you're completely wrong about it and then someone <laughs> replied to him and was like. Oh yeah, what about these? And like showed him his own resume of stuff and was like, like, it says here that you wrote these other things before you ever worked, these other indie comics before you ever worked with DC mm-hmm. or anything like that. And then he had to explain, it was like they're gotcha-ing Neil Gaiman yeah. about comic book career. writing. And then he was like, so how publishing works is <laughs> sometimes you can write something but it doesn't come out until after a certain amount of time because someone has to draw it in comics and like all these other things have to happen. Yeah. He's like, 
I had no published works when I got the job at DC, even though after I had gotten the job at DC, other things I had worked on came out before my first work at DC came out. And the person was like, I don't believe you. Like, All right, yeah. please argue with one of the most renowned authors currently working and having worked in, in our age about their own resume. You person who has no expertise on this issue. Twitter is slowly revealing uh, why no one should be using Twitter. <laughs> it is, uh, it's giving, JK Rowling gets that all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm just saying like, we, we have so much access to everyone now. Oh, yeah. Maybe we all just stop. Well, it's not, not to get too, too far down a tech rabbit hole, but you, a lot of people, and this is, we, like Kojima was on this shit way back when. This is part of what Metal Gear Solid 2 was talking about. Mm -hmm is that when everyone has a Twitter account, everyone speaks at the same volume. And the human race had a great way of sort of quieting the dumb shit, or at least the smart stuff, the productive stuff, was the stuff that stuck around. Mm. Now some asshole calling Neil Gaiman out on his own resume. Oh, yeah. That is, it's up there with the same font and the same typeface as Neil Gaiman himself. And it implies an equality of, <laughs> of what they're saying, even though it's not coming from the same place. Is it Gaiman or Gaiman? How's Gaiman? I'm not sure. Have I been saying it wrong? I've, I've been saying Gaiman. Maybe I've Gaiman, but I have, I have never asked him, yeah. so I don't know. Maybe you I should. met him once when he was working on Mirror Mask. Oh, oh wow. How did he introduce himself? Gaiman or Gaiman? He said, I'm Neil. Damn, Neil. Nice to meet you. <laughs> he said, Neil from and, Mirror Mask. And I had no idea who he was, because oh. I was working at G4. I booked him for Attack of the Show, and 13 people freaked the fuck out, and ha like had their copies of Sandman on him, went, please sign this, and I was like... I don't know who you are. You're very. I have a picture with him somewhere where I'm like, he's a very nice guy. It's cool. And then years later, I read Good Omens. I'm like, oh, fuck, that guy was awesome. And then that I read is. American Gods. I'm like, oh, God, he was really cool. Yeah, great author. Still yeah. is. Yeah, he's still writing good shit. All right, Jazzin insists it's gay man in, uh, in chat. So Neil Gaiman. Wait, hold on. Maybe he's talking about a different Oh, topic. he might be, yeah. <laughs> New Spider-Man villain. Or hero. Did we get godded? You decide. We got godded. <laughs> She's like, I see four gay men right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's talking about something else. Hell yeah. How yeah. I'm just curious, how do they keep you inside Manhattan? It appears there's nothing to swing on. I haven't, I haven't tried to leave yet. There's nothing to swing on. Like you well, just don't. There's a Manhattan bridge and stuff. Yeah, I, I I haven't tried going out on the bridge. I'm assuming he just turns around. So uh, it, there's a couple of notes that I thought were interesting. One is that the swinging is kind of faked, but kind of real. Mm -hmm. So Spider-Man 2 is like fully real. Yeah. yeah. And Spider-Man, like classic Spider-Man 2, the one that everyone always cites as being like, oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. uh, that was like full-on real. You had to attach to something. Mm -hmm. This one, like there has to be something kind of close and it'll attach off screen. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that that hinge point kind of moves too. So they do a lot of fudging to make it feel good. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but it, it's, it's a still, nice, It's a nice balance. It's a balance, yeah. Um, it's, it's not flying with a swinging well, animation. There, there is a uh, attack move that you can do. Uh, it's very like Devil May Cry, God of War. Knock someone up in the air, you combo them, but then you could do a web swing. You could do it on top of a building. You're like, what are you, there's, what there's you, nothing above. Yeah, what are you yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you attaching to there, Spidey? Well, you, but you do that a lot in this game, where like you'll shoot, you'll shoot up, and it'll just see a straight up, and it'll attach to something. Mm -hmm. It's the moon. There's nothing there. It's always the moon. Yeah, like which there, is fine. There, there's a part. There is a part where you have to. Satellites. There's a well. There is a there's a side mission thing where. It's funny too. The side missions are always like really weird because the they're the, goofier. Yeah, the base game is it's very. Uh, it's somewhat grounded and very like it's as it's as edgy PG thirteen as you can get. Pretty much, yeah. Or like, like people die, but somebody just like walks right through frame right as their neck snaps, so you don't actually see it happen. Yeah. A lot of implied violence. Okay. But right. There was there was a mission fail I did as Spider Man or whatever, and then they were like, "There's the 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 bad guys are holding a woman hostage," 
and the camera moves over, they go, bang, and I went, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, they didn't show it, but I was like, yeah. oh, God. Like, I want to fail more of the missions, because <laughs> I think the... Oh, the QTE stuff? No, the, um, like, the Mary Jane scenes and oh. stuff like that. There's some pretty funny <laughs> things, but... That's the classic uh, Spider-Man 3. I don't know. Like I, him going to defuse and then just face planting. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what 3 yeah. was known for. Piece of shit. <laughs> Everyone said 3 was bad. I don't understand why. I don't remember. That was a the more movie? of the same kind of game. No. Oh, the game. Spider-Man 3, yeah, based oh. on the movie. It was the movie, the game, the movie. The, yeah. That movie's, okay. As long as the movie's garbage. Just, <laughs> yeah. We can all agree that it's garbage. Most of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies are not Whatever. good. What? No, I disagree. They're bad in a solid third. I would say Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 Your problem is you compare it to what's available now. That's true. At the time... Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2 were great movies. Sam Raimi, though, is he self-sabotages, and when he makes a, a perfect movie, he's like, hmm, maybe I should put in something to just make sure it's not a 100. Like, like <laughs> to make sure it's not a perfect score. So, like, every Spider-Man movie, 3 is a bunch of them, but Spider-Man 1 and 2, 2 is, like, a near-perfect movie, yeah. except for raindrops oh, falling on fine. the head. I'm like, nope. Completely ruin, ruin me yeah. for that whole movie. There's no need. I don't know. There, it's, he was it's, having a good time. You can do it without dog. raindrops are falling on my head and asking <laughs> Tobey Maguire looked even dumber than he just looks yeah. straight up. Like I, I just, there was parts of two, I, I'll give you that. Two was, one and two are like moments that are good, especially for nostalgia reason, reasons. And I am a big Spider-Man fan. Even parts of the cartoon mm-hmm. I'll rewatch and they're still total garbage. Oh, but watching, you know, uh, Eddie Brock yeah. lift is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but I hated in two. They did. They did the thing where like, what if Spider Man didn't want to be Spider Man? And I went, no, he should always want to be Spider Man. He shouldn't throw well, his but, suit I mean, that's away also, by, the, by the second movie. He's like, but, I'm tired. That's all any hero ever does. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 the most core Spider Man arc. He gives up being Spider Man every other month. I was gonna say, hate like, that. hate it in the comic though. That's what he does. Like. That's I'm waiting for that they, to happen in this the, game. The interesting thing is that's how they tricked you into reading the next issue or yeah. whatever. Like, he's like will, uh, oh, will he stop? Yeah, being will Spider-Man? Spider-Man quit being Spider-Man? That's one of the most famous covers, right? Of him walking down an alleyway with a Spider-Man suit yeah. hanging out of the trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, but, which that's is every, which, by the way, is a shot in Spider-Man Two. Oh yeah, a movie detail. Detail, <laughs> an actual one. Every yeah. every single hero story has exactly the same. I know. Superman does it. Batman does it. Everybody does it. I'm just saying. They all go. I don't want to be Superman. I don't want to be Batman. Well, anymore. don't get me wrong. They did it even worse. <laughs> in Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Where Dennis Leary's like, he's like, Peter, don't fuck my daughter. Whatever you do, (laughs) you are are cancer. Whatever you touch will die. Promise me. Promise me, Peter. I promise you. I'm dead. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And then then Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. She's like, Peter, wow, you're Gwen's cancer. Dead. Whatever you do, you, you everything you touch dies. That's not true, Gwen. Next snap. So he's like, <laughs> it's funny because there could have been a, like how sequels are supposed to make the movies prior better. Mm. That could have been like a oh, what well, he was a fucking asshole. What a, what an immature teenage child That's he true. was yeah. to to disregard it. He's like, well, but I love her, and love is stronger than all things, or whatever. Mm. Gets her murdered, and he goes, oh fuck, he was right. And then you go into the third one with him dealing with that yeah. kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But by the end of the second one, he's like, nah, I'm the coolest. He yeah. gave a speech about me. Yeah. She's cool. I'm yeah. the coolest Spider-Man she, ever. She would want to be dead. You, hey, audience, you want to see me fight that rhino? Yeah. Uh, hey, audience, in the seats yeah. you paid me. You want to see me fight that rhino? Yeah. yeah. All right. And yeah. fuck you, this movie. This can't be the end. It's the shot from the trailer. <laughs> it's over. James and I were sitting in there to, alone in the theater. <laughs> yeah. I think the first thing I said to you 
was my favorite part was Electro, <laughs> which is saying something. I was like, I was like, Jamie Foxx got so much flack for his portrayal of Electro a as job. a man and as a as an Electro or whatever afterwards. He's the only person who who knew how that movie should have played out. Yeah, put together I, performance. I I still stand by this, and people can whatever be very angry with me and. Crucify me for this. I don't feel like there's been a perfect Spider-Man movie yet. Mm. Even Homecoming, I no, think there hasn't. I think Homecoming has some issues. I think it's still it's probably the best. I don't know what would you call one. that. What but Marvel what? like this video game is if you mathematically tried to crank out a Spider-Man story. That is I, what this is. I, but I was gonna say this game is a. It feels like a nice balance of all of it. It is, I, and like like I said, I, I am apologist and I love Spider-Man almost regardless. I will love him. Uh, Prove it. Suck his dick right now. I'll, I'll, I would. Let me let me let me throw you this out for you. Right Unconditional now. love for Spider-Man is what I have. Um, it's not a movie, but what about the MTV show that looks like Proto Ruby, yeah. starring Ian Ziering? Wait, the 2003? And Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Ooh boy. It had a, had a John Digweed huh? song in the beginning. I don't know what the hell you're talking that's about. That's like yeah, a trans a good song, one. right? Yeah. Boy, there, there is nothing more... It's a song like called early... Heaven Sent. <laughs> you look it up. It's There's rad. nothing more 2000s than that um, show. That, that did when he was one in college, right? That's near perfect. That <laughs> <laughs> no, also did one of the worst things ever where they introduce a villain and they kill him in the first episode. And they go, yeah, we don't plan on bringing him back. Uh-huh. Like, idiots. <laughs> like, I'm going I'm to say that most Spider-Man stories are not perfect and they probably never have. Been. No, no. Well, I, I think Spider-Man, okay. like, from the comic book boom that you remember, yeah. that's why we're all so excited about Spider-Man because we read those comics. We know about Spider-Man. It was a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. But then, I haven't gone back and read those comics. I don't know if they're good or not. Sure. I mean, I, Omar, I, need, I, I need music a, right now. I read whatever, six volumes of Essential <sighs> Spider-Man. Yes. Like, I don't know, 10 years ago. I, mean, I started when I was in college and I just kept reading and kept reading yeah. and went through like however many volumes were available at the time of Essential. So I read it, but I mean, at the time I was reading it through the lens of like, this is pretty archaic form of writing. It, conceptually, everything is great, but in execution, it's all pretty yeah. pretty bad yeah. by now standard. Oh, yeah, but like, yeah. you know, that's how most things work. Like if you compare totally, yeah. hour-long television, television dramas from only pre-Sopranos to what they are now. You're like, oh shit, how did people watch TV back then? It's sort of like how Bruce is watching America's Next Top Model right now. You know there's parts of it that are bad, but you know there's something really good that keeps it going. Um, Maybe that's a bad comparison. There's no good good thing there at all. It's like literally throwaway television. I love it. That's why I love it. You can't do that with Bruce because he watches TV that he admits is garbage. That's true. I I know that it's throwaway television. There's like, like, if he went to, you're like, Bruce, why are you eating in that dumpster? He goes, I like eating trash. uh, I don't, I don't. Not that there's some redeeming nutritional value. No, No, the diapers, I like them. I don't know in our (laughs) lifetime we will see a, I I don't know if I even want it, a Dark Knight level of Spider-Man. Like, Dark Knight to me is the quintessential like superhero movie for mass media that is an Academy Award winning film. It, yeah. it hit all the right notes where I'm like, this is perfection. You did it. That is what a what a perfectly paced movie. What a great villain. What, how, what what's something that's so realistically grounded? I love Spider-Man for its silliness. I love his quirkiness. Hmm. I love the villains, how cartoonish they can be, but they are constantly trying to reinvent those characters and make them. Uh, likable, realistic, and fun for everybody. This game actually, to me, feels like a really nice marriage of all the best things from the Sam Raimi stuff, from the new Marvel Cinematic Universe, even the old cartoon. It is it is like this big love letter to Spider-Man. It feels like it was made by people who legitimately 
love Spider-Man. Mm. And that's, I think it's a big reason why I like it. That's so, really well said. Yeah. I, I have a more cynical view. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think that Insomniac pitched a story to Marvel multiple times. Marvel rejected them all because they all tried to do something. And then the one Marvel ultimately approved is the one that just has the nice parts of all of Spider-Man in it. Just all packed into one little thing. Um, and there's, it reminds me honestly a lot of Battlefront 2. Of like the story, how it ended up being exactly Star Wars, every note of it. There wasn't a single thing that was interesting or unique about it. Yeah, that's, that's frustrating. But oh. the way you said it makes makes me think more kindly of it for sure. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, this was a story by committee or a story by like a bunch of a bunch of money people all deciding what is and isn't appropriate to put in a product. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way you put it is more of a love letter, is more of a, a montage of Spider-Man stuff. There, there is also this weird uh, fascination in the Spider-Man community, I being guilty of it uh, myself, where everyone's obsessed with uh, Venom and symbiotes and symbiotes. <laughs> I can't even say it now, I always forget. Well, it's the, it's the one defining uh, All the comments said symbiotes. Symbiote now. Symbiote. Yeah. symbiote, that's what I, was, I say. It. That's Would you describe something as being symbiotic? Symbiotic. Symbiotic. Symbiote. Symbiote, I don't know, either way. Um, so far there have been no real mention. He, he does say lethal protector once in the game. Oh, yeah. There was a part where there's like a Spider-Man imposter, and he's like, oh, yeah, he goes, awesome. doesn't feel like it's a lethal protector. And I was like, hey, good reference. That That's it, though. And I don't think you, I don't think Spider-Man needs Venom to be successful, which is nice in a video game. Being, yeah. That being said, just because Web of Shadows was like my favorite one before this. Venom's always a weird fit in Spider-Man anyway. Because his, mon- yeah. his monster roster is all like animal-based. And like Craven is also a hunter. Mm-hmm. Like he's supposed to be animalistic. Or rather, that seemed to be how he was set up. Even with like his B-grade shit, like the beetle and the owl, and even the vulture and shit like that, which is weird that the vulture is coming up again. Prowler. Yeah. Prowler's a character. Tombstone. Like it's either it's either '90s mafia or like New York mafioso or animal themed villains. Remember, um, uh, was it Smythe? Oh yeah, yeah. Alistair he's Smythe. Like, he's like, I'm in a wheelchair. I get superpowers now. I just have things on my shoulders. Spider slayers. Oh yeah, spider slayers. So you can sell toys. Yeah, the '90s animated show was a. It was a special thing. It was a mess. That's pretty cool. Remember how they combined Gwen Stacy and Felicia Hardy into one character? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know there were two characters. I, one I of my, there were one. Some of my <laughs> earliest uh, childhood fantasies when I didn't understand what was happening to me was because she, she's Felicia Hardy, but then she gets the black cat superpowers mm-hmm. and her boobs get bigger. Hell yeah, they do. I just remember like going to sleep going like, yeah, that's... I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> she goes from banging hot to banging hot, hot. Hot herd, yeah. yeah. That, that was a, a weird kind of trope in the 90s with the cartoon. Did you ever watch it, Bruce? The, I'm sure that I did. Okay. I don't remember a thing about it. Every woman, and I think including Aunt May, were just sex slaves for Peter, who is the most Brady Bunch-looking fucker in oh, the yeah. world. He's also jacked. He's huge. He's like the and, yeah, biggest has Spider-Man ever. He's yeah. like, so, yeah. Everyone's drawn. Oh, he's, Peter, you're so nerdy. But, he, <laughs> but he's always wearing like a polo and he's got like dumpy hair. Yeah. And then Mary Jane comes in with her like her fuck me eyes and she's like, hey, Tiger, I'm a model. Fuck me. And he's like, not now, Mary. <laughs> and then, then uh, Brian's dropping the bank. Black, Black Cat comes in. She's like, oh, little spider. You want to fuck in her costumes? <laughs> Can't. Wait, Someone's robbing the lab. Uncle look? Ben's, yeah. Uncle Ben's yeah. looking at me. Can you look it up? Because I want to see pictures of Black Cat now. Oh man! Well, you got to see her transform in the show from yeah. from a hot, big-breasted woman to a hotter, bigger-breasted woman. <laughs> uh, uh, I would say in this game, uh, I've already seen the the picture of what Black Cat looks like. They've they've toned it down. Boo! <laughs> Puddle oh. gate. Puddle yeah. gate. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, know what this is. Black Cat. Black Cat is totally in. Uh, she she. I mean, she's the Catwoman of the game. She's yeah. always like play, playfully flirting. I mean, 
Yeah. I don't know if it's playful. So that's you know, not happy. Fan made music video. Not, yes. Not happy about them removing Gwen Stacy, but that's right. He was jacked. Yeah, he's jacked. I he mean, was, everyone he was, huge. was. He was a bust. Is this the Spider Man? Yeah. Spider. Well, no, 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 that's no. the sixties. This is radioactive Spider Blorp. Yeah. Spider Blorp. <laughs> yeah, spider Blorp. Imagine a robot singing <laughs> into another robot. And then they're like, guitarist is waiting. Yeah, hold on. I'll, let, well, me, let me pull up that tr- that hot track. Is there? Yeah, there's a weird part where it goes. Yeah, that's cool. Is this? Oh cool? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. I mean, it's the '90s for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's all distorted. Vocaloid, you're gonna run over well, by a trash it's can. It's the kind of song you would write <laughs> if you had only learned how to play guitar, like maybe three or four months ago, and you started on an electric guitar with an amp. Right, like as opposed to learning on an at traditional guitar or whatever, yeah, acoustic guitar. You, and yeah. you go, it's not a solo. Technically, it's just like you learned how to run your fingers. It's a mess. The shit, the shit is ingrained into a lot of people's DNA. I do remember. This is blah 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 blah, and then Venom shows up for half a second, and he's got weird pink lips for some reason. I know that uh, it's like this only solos that you can hundred percent in rock band. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, this is an easy one. Four seconds long. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the game, they do. Uh, Mary Jane at least doesn't feel like she's just a vehicle. Uh, she's not just a hole for Peter to get into. <laughs> did, well, she's like a precocious reporter, which is like, you did the one other thing. Like, that's it. I don't know. I mean, they, they at least they established they had a pre existing relationship and there's Are something they together there. in the game. Are yeah, they Bruce? Know. But it's not like well, married. Well, they won't they? It's not like yeah. married, post-married. No, like they're, they're in that Spider-Man. weird middle phase. Yeah, like, it, it's not a... Um, he's he's graduated college, but he doesn't have a job yet. It's like Gwen a full-time Stacey job. Gwen Stacy did in this? Gwen Stacy's not referenced as far as I can tell. I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah. This Stacey is, a, is the superior... See, that's what that's what's weird about this is, like I said, this is edgy PG-13 all the way, so I think they were just straight up avoiding any reference to... Gwen Stacy or anyone dying that isn't Uncle Ben. Hmm. And then it's weird because like people will die, but they never talk about death. Mm-hmm. It's a very Star Wars kind of way of doing it. Yeah. Keep, keep I mean, playing. the thing about the thing no, about No, I, I got to that. They oh. still don't like they gloss over that real fast. They'll reference it a couple Spoilers. times. Cuz that's right. like, well, Sorry, I'm, I'm being generic die. about someone it. Someone might die. No, well, yeah, sure. Whatever. Maybe. I Is mean, it, that's it, Michael uh, Clark Duncan? Keep in. <laughs> well, he just got his uh, shins kicked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that he basically lost a fight to Daredevil by stubbing his toe. <laughs> I kicked those legs in real bad. I don't know. You kicked my legs. Anyway, Spider-Man's real good. Do you get to uh, see Colin Farrell's bullseye in this? Great question. Uh, just the sex tape of him fucking that porn star. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's great. <laughs> when he saw his shaved head. Kind of just a model. See. I don't think she was a porn star. Was she not a porn anyway, star? Let's, let's net hard. Oh, I think she was a model with a yeah, sex yeah. addiction. We won't, what? The fuck? <laughs> anyway, we, uh, any of us here. Any of these gay men. I think she was, a, she like, had to go to a doctor. She, like, she, she had to go to rehab because so she's weird. like, I have, a, I have a sex problem. Who? And Colin Farrell. Didn't that happen to Lenny Kravitz too? You would have a sex problem if you had sex with Colin no. Farrell too. Who was the one? Oh, uh, David Duchovny. Well, no, he played a guy with a sex No, but he actually, he I think actually he did. Sex, yeah. He oh. literally did have a sex addiction. I love that. That's my favorite thing in the world. No. Method actor. A sex addiction? I have a sex addiction. Into the sex I can't addiction. stop having it's sex. Like, this, is how you, this is how all the, the meeting, you go to the meetings, and it's a bunch of dudes, and they go, my name is James, and I have a sex addiction. I had sex with 114 women just last week. And then, and then everyone goes, welcome, James. And then they all, like, small like high, high, like, hitting high fives. They're like... 
fist pounds and stuff. Was, yeah, it, was it Blades of Glory? Is one of those Will Ferrell movies where he tries to pick up people at sex addiction? <laughs> like, you know they fuck. Well, that, that was yeah. They like. I know that it is a serious problem that people deal with, yeah. but also it's really hard to look into it and be like, I can't believe this is like a serious thing. It really is. I know that it is. I know. But it's like from the outside. I wish that it. I. But then I don't wish. But it's, no, you know, you know, it's still the meetings. I mean, have you have you seen uh, Michael Fassbender's Shame? It goes. Yeah. It goes. Some, oh, he goes no, in dark places where he's just like. I need to just get off in any way, shape, or form. And then he lets a dude suck him off. And then to prove that Michael Fassbender's not gay, he immediately has a three-way because that's how math works. Mm-hmm. It is I how math works. Out, so, uh, yeah. I think in his brain, he was like, I want people to think I'm gay. <laughs> but I'm just an ear addict. All right, let's, let's not hard. We actually have gone way longer than I intended, but you guys are so good at so so enjoyable to listen to. Later, man. <laughs> All right. So hard netting. Last week's uh, alum, alum, Illuminati is uh, DK Vine. Thank you. This is from the romance section. Uh, last week I entreated you guys to a summary of Crystal and Fox's uh, on-again, off-again relationship. What happened to the images? Uh, this is on the current... I mean, I can try to reload it again. What are the, who are the characters? This is the Donkey Kong. It this is the Donkey Kong, Kong universe. Yeah, okay. DK Vine. Who loves who? Okay. Is the entire thing. I love all of them. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, like Fox and She Fox are in a oh, crystal. Okay. I think Fox McCloud is is in this universe. Yeah. Which I What's know. the? I actually don't know. What's the relationship between Donkey Kong and Diddy? Just friends? I yeah, I think so. they're buddies. They're just buds. They're they're not, just that's not his son? No. No. Oh, boy. Because Donkey Kong Jr. is his son. Oh, yeah. Conker is in this as well. Oh, yeah. wow. Conker's Conker a bad boy. So it's the, it's the Donkey Kong universe. <laughs> it's the bad words. It's the DKU, as they call it, which, as far as I can tell, is just every rare game combined. Apparently, yeah. they're all in the same universe. I think right. Sea of Thieves is in there somewhere, too. Yeah, they reference Sea of Thieves a little that's bit. Uh, so this, is, this was a type-up of a bunch of the romances that occur in Donkey Kong universe. Okay, cool. Uh, it's awesome. Of a varying complication. Uh, last time talked about Fox and Crystal. Uh, this time Conquer and Barry. Here's a here's a brief excerpt for you. Imagine for a moment that your significant other repeatedly blows you off. No, not like that, you filthy bastard. When it comes to dates for one reason or another, you still love them, but they just aren't satisfying in the ways that you'd like. Okay, now think that. You could just break up with them or discuss your problems, or you take matters into your own hands and find that satisfaction in other ways. Barry is kidnapped by one of Don Weasel's men. So her initial confrontation with him is anything but consensual. However, as soon as she is busted out of her cage, where does she run off to? Not home or any place like that, she runs back to Don Weasel. This is a man who can treat her like a princess and give her everything she wants. She may or may not recognize Conquer in his, his getup. If she does, then she's probably still angry with him and is unwilling to help him. If she doesn't, then, then it's a dumb blonde stereotype which is arguably in character. Talking about their, uh, their rocky relationship. Are we talking there. about Conquer and Barry? Yeah. There's a there's a sequence in which Barry is uh, liberated. But Barry's okay. conquers female. Fem- so, but female go to the interest? top. Love interest. Barry. Is that Barry? supposed to be her on the left? I guess so. That's Barry. She's not blonde. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe she was blonde in a different game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, that looks like a completely different character. Yeah, she's blonde there. That's a completely. Look at the character. look at the cleavage on that squirrel. This is this is almost as confusing as the Tarak's, Taraka box art. <laughs> Is that, uh, like, who's oh, that yeah. young man oh, on the cover? And why maybe, am I an old man in the it's game? Maybe, <laughs> no, that's very. I'm confused. It's it's. There's just a lot read going the on. read the blog. James. Well, yeah, I just. How so, do they have to vote on? Can it? I can I admit to, to you guys here? I've never played a conquer game in my life. Uh, yeah, not I've also hands. never. Played oh, okay. That, yeah. never. I thought I missed something. No, no, no you didn't miss no. nothing. Okay, and I don't even know because I never played one. Gotcha. <laughs> I've just seen clips and I went, "This doesn't look fun no, at all." It's, it's yeah. kind of not. There's, like, a, there's a character who's just poo. Okay. Hey, how old are you, kids? <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> He's poo. <laughs> 
Play us! Uh, put eyes on a poo! It's like, poor Microsoft. They bought Rare and they're like, all right, yeah. do your thing. And they went, no, and they're like, fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then they're like. They made grab by the ghoulies. But then they're like, hey, Insomniac, <laughs> we got you for an exclusive. Like, what do you, what do you got? Sunset or Drive. Awesome. That's going to be great. Didn't sell well. Oh, well. Well, we're going to work on this Spider-Man game. Seven billion dollars later. Yeah. Yeah. You fucked us. <laughs> you fucked us. <laughs> and Rare's over there going like, the house is on fire. <laughs> like, we made pirates. There's a boat. <laughs> You could get treasure. <laughs> 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then it's going up against... This is a pretty meme channel, but it's a good one. Mm. Uh, so what I find fascinating about this music video is it shows the progression from, like, like weird kid in junior high to a master of meme arts. Okay. Uh, so lately, for the past year or so, this creator has only been making frog-based It's Wednesday, My Dude meme videos. Okay. The thing that's amazing about this is he'll find remixes of that on SoundCloud and then make a video to match all using this frog. Oh. Uh, so there's all sorts of... Uh, where where the frog come from? Uh, it's part of the meme, I guess. It is part of the meme? There's a little vacation frog meme there. It's floating in a pool. Getting some views. Yeah. Huh. That watch time. That's where the money's at. Yeah. Uh, you can't run problem. an ad. That's the problem. YouTube's new algorithms do not... Uh, celebrate and reward artists like this. <laughs> this is why there's no more animation. You yeah, did, you killed it. Yeah, the the after effects on this place pretty impressive for. Uh, yeah, what amounts a... to a bunch of it's Wednesday, my dudes remixes from SoundCloud. Pretty impressive. Oh, this must frog? be someone who it's Wednesday, my dudes. This must be someone who does it professionally. Maybe. And they're just like, this is just a fun thing I do on the side. That's four hundred thousand views. That's really good. I also like that. I like this mix. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let me. Let me see. Uh, What's this what most viewed? Most one? popular one. Yeah. yeah oh, let's geez. find the most popular one. Oh, wait. Hold most. on, real quick. Oh wait, wait, wait. This one's good. 160s. They, they just get more and more intense as they keep going. It is Wednesday. So the original it is meme is it's Wednesday, my dude. Yeah, yeah, it's that dude in the Spider-Man outfit. That's why I picked it. I don't, I'm, I'm, what? I'm behind on my memes. You never seen that one? That's classic. I know that one. I don't know the frog though. Look at him go! This is this is a, these are really good videos. Yeah, these yeah. are really, really well done animations. Alright, this guy. Uh, let's ask. You're probably right, James. He probably works professionally somewhere else. Yeah, this is someone who does it for hire or whatever, and they they do this anyway, because it's really easy to show. Like, I'm sure they've gotten jobs because they're like, I do this lighting effect and yeah. it goes from this Wednesday yeah. my dudes. And in the case that guy is not hired. Yeah, we pay uh, we pay twenty thousand dollars a year. Well, <laughs> every two we pay by year. I'm sorry, every every yeah. two years we pay. It works out to about twenty to five thousand dollars. Oh, I like that. Boy. I like it. Sorry, we have unlimited PTO. Here comes that bullshit water. Watch him roll it. Watch him go. 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 He be rolling down the street. I've seen that frog before. Yeah, that boy. I know that. Watch him roll. Shit, what up? 11 million views? Yeah, roll. sadly. He just hit it the right time, I guess. Yeah, that's that's rough. Wake me up's pretty it's good. It's not an accident, guys. Uh, <laughs> Let's wake, me, yeah, wake me up. Let's wake me up. Uh, it's, again, it Evan F Please tell me it's Evan. Oh, of course it's Evan. Yeah, right. Just want to make sure. Classic memes. Oh, da Daredevil soundtrack. Oh, bites. yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Catch her, Daredevil. She's oh, falling. I beat Kingpin. Kick him in the shit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? What? He, he, he did, he did, uh, uh whatever. Before you go-go, and... Wham. 
George Michael. Damn. Oh my gosh. I didn't see the actual like lasers of light coming out of his eyes. Hellish. That's that takes a lot of time. It really does. That's really good. Some of these some of these frog ones are you haven't even seen the good ones. Uh, oh yeah, this is the newest one. This is kind of the culmination of the entire frog universe. Uh-huh. Hack everything. Oh wow, yeah, he's writing code. <laughs> oh wait, this isn't the one I was thinking of. It's still pretty good though. Oh. oh wait, yeah, so this is this is part of a narrative. Because after the world is hacked, there's another video that references all of these frog characters, including this frog family, the frog hacker. <laughs> That's uh, pretty fucking cool. Well, let me, like a Mr. Robot promo or something. <laughs> it gets yeah. He he's starting to develop his own continuity, Sweet. which is which is to me the turning point when something just goes from from meme. Oh, oh, nice. Wow, heads yeah. will roll. That some, was going to be a good one. That one is a good one. Frogs will oh, here. roll. That was, that's that pretty was 100K recent. That's a 100K video, right? That's where I'm getting 100,000 yeah. subscribers. Nice. There it is. Yeah, we'll check this one out real quick. Because, again, the animation is just too good. Oh, he's really Look good. Look at all these YouTube yeah. subscribers. Yeah. All flying into his channel. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Stormtrooper. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow, and their bodies are made up of all the subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's rad. Oh, it must be like a particular program or something. <laughs> like, it's the most big of all the That's amazing. I just need to put this as an overlay on top of all of our videos. He probably won't care, right? Right, Zemo? Just say nothing to give your consent, please. <laughs> it's not legally binding. All right. Well, last one here. The Again, the one that's, that's really rack... Er, Combining it all, this it is the is uh, this is the Furious Six of frog meme videos. He's analyzing the signal. It is his eyes, his eyes vibrating. Is this John Smith's channel? <laughs> That's so good. Coming. Do the fire. I want to see what the script looks like. Script? Oh. Exterior space. Oh, future frog. He's coming. He's invading. This plays before. Oh like my a, god. This plays before a dead match show. This is so ambitious. I know. Oh. <laughs> this is the frog's bacon. It's the remix of, of Spider-Man dude screaming. Ah! <laughs> oh yeah, there he was. This does look like something John would make. Yeah, it really does. Oh my gosh. Wait, so one what happens? These, each one of these is made in a week. What happens when the future future frog meets normal frog? Is this this is dancing. There's Egyptian frog and then there's Russian frog. This is just like, these are clips from all the other It's Wednesday My Dude videos. It said finale. This, this is from a week ago, right? Yeah, I think, the, I think yeah. he's wrapping up the season. Is this it? Is it over? This might be the end of, of It's Wednesday My Dude arc. Oh, we'll just have to wait. We'll just have to wait and see. Oh my gosh, cliffhanger. Yeah, they went into a black hole. I need closure. The the synth wave. It's Wednesday. is pretty good. 
I said that would be the last one I might have lied. Yeah, this one's pretty fucking rad. All oh, rad. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, we can vote over this one. Uh, DK Vine Romance, the intricacies of Conquer and Barry versus the screaming frog flying through an 80s synth wave uh, geoscape. <laughs> Adam, who are you voting for? Vote for frog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bruce, who you vote for? I don't want to vote for Frog because it's got so many views and it's already kind of mainstream, but it's so good. Yeah. Like, I can't not vote for this. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Ooh. I have to vote for it. It's Step No, my comrades. This must be the Russian frog. There's vodka squatting in an alleyway. <laughs> anyway, James, who are you voting for? I really like the DK Wednesday, love stories. It's great. But it's tough that Lawrence read a passage from it and I was confused when it's supposed oh. to answer questions. <laughs> Shit, right? sorry. Not raise more questions. And this is just, this is a tour de force. Yeah, it really is. And I have, to, I have to give it to Zemo Nitrone. So or good. So good. Yeah, but this is, yeah, truly, it is Wednesday. Wasn't wow. it the bad guy in Civil War? Zemo? Baron Zemo. Yeah. Baron Zemo. Uh -oh. Helmut. Yeah. He was he was on it early. God, I just want to watch all of these now. Every last one. I'll watch the one. Oh, Tactical! Tactical Wednesday? I need to know that. He's diving through a window with two guns. Those are the guys from the finale. Yeah. Like I said, it's a it's a universe. I'm just impressed that he has cutouts or whatever of the frog hands in every position he needs them. I know. And like the open mouth and everything? It's like everything. He had one that was it pointing, he has one holding a gun. That was great. All right, there we go. Let's see here. Zemo said himself that after one video a week for a year, he was done. Okay, so, so we came in right at the end. Came in right at the wow. end. Damn, wow. Okay. Nice wow. job, Zemo. Well, you have won the hard netting for your, your year of service of celebrating Wednesday. 52 Wednesdays, I assume. I gotta go watch them all now. They're like 30 seconds apiece, so that's, gonna, that's a good half hour of my life well spent. Uh, thank you for spending an hour and a half of your life with us. Uh, truth be told, I thought we were thought this one was going to wrap it pretty quick, but once Spider-Man starts spinning his web, you just get caught up in it. Uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you next week. Do we have any announcements? Pull up that mm -hmm. video of uh, <laughs> Circles coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, we can tease that, right? Of course sure. we can. We're uh, we're taking so. a trip at the end of the month, but we'll tell you about that later. I don't actually. Uh, you you could show the trailer for Arizona Circle. Just pull up a video of Felicia's. Yeah, said uh, show uh, Arizona Circle trailer on YouTube. You know, yeah. you know how yeah. Black Cat gets her powers, Bruce? Oh. It's the same super serum that uh, Oh, she gets breast implants. <laughs> it's the same Eight thing. minutes. It's the same I don't thing. Have time uh, for this? Was it same Steve Rogers uh, steroids? Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the Arizona Circle trailer. Yeah. Right. I mean, I we want people to watch, don't we? Steve, we developed a serum that make you super strong. Now bend over so I can put it in your ass. <laughs> he was like, "Why do I have zits on my back?" I'm like, don't worry, you're super, you're super strong now. Serum. Are they ever going to show her or? Well, no, because this is like, probably her intro. Whoa, I saw. This I saw was little, borderline pornography for children. I saw a little butt crack there. I mean, that's most of the characters. She, yeah, how does that Y butt crack thing work? Because that means that one cheek's kind of folding over on the other one, right? How does that work? Out? Genius. They reuse so much animation in the show to save money. How dare you? That's just cartoons, man. No, why would yeah. someone have those tables up there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like antiques. So wait, was there like a transformation sequence where her yeah, tits just exploded? Yeah, sometimes she'll transform. Oh, go back a little bit. Because you can see that she's regular. Oh, oh she's just got her. Because her hair changes color. Oh, yeah. Because I think they didn't want to just draw her. Or so they were like, ah, she transforms, whatever. 
but her boobs get noticeably bigger. Well, <laughs> shield Asians on like hover bikes. <laughs> You're, uh, you don't have to draw the wheels. <laughs> Your so, YouTube challenge for this week is to uh, stare at Felicia's Hardy, Felicia Hardy's chest as she transforms into a no, but in a respectful Ari way. Watch Arizona Circle. Oh, that was the trailer. <laughs> you, for, you saw it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. If you're watching live, stay tuned for the post show. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.